Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman, mom to Skylar, my incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast five years ago was that the content of each episode brings hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I sincerely hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, Welcome to My Life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, Welcome to My Life underscore Lori Hellman. And let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes or Audible, please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season five of Living the Sky Life. My guests today are a pair of brothers. Aaron Long is 15 years old and is a sophomore who enjoys soccer, lacrosse, and ice skating. He also loves Christmas. According to his family, Aaron consumes copious amounts of Kit Kats, would have a house full of cats and dogs if he could, and when he's not in school or at a sports practice or game, he likes hanging out at the arcade. Justin is an 18-year-old senior who is looking forward to graduation in May. Currently, hockey is life. Justin would like to become a marine biologist and travel the world and help others. He lovingly cares for many goldfish and enjoys celebrating his Italian heritage. Apparently, Justin never refuses beef stroganoff or an opportunity to taste unusual soda pop. Their older brother, Jared, who is 20 years old, has autism and a unique and special relationship with each of his siblings. So please enjoy my conversation with the Long Brothers. This episode is brought to you by Mia Via Toys, a brand dedicated to creating toys and learning aids for kids with autism and other developmental challenges. My son Skylar has almost every toy from Mia Via, and a few of our favorites are definitely the sensory-weighted plush octopus named Quigley and the plush elephant named Ellie. Heck, my daughter even took the mini Quigley to college. One of the coolest new offerings is the Line and Learn Cars set, which includes 20 cars and a fold-up parking lot. To check out all the incredible products, visit Toys. that's M-E-A-V-I-A-T-O-Y-S dot com, and use promo code SKYLIFE15 to receive 15% off your first order. So welcome back to another episode of Living the Sky Life. Um, I am excited to have two siblings on with me today, brothers, Justin and Aaron Long. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you for having us. Yep, Absolutely. Thank you. I was really excited when um, I heard from your mom and and you guys about wanting to be part of this sibling series that I'm doing. Um, I don't know how much your mom told you about me and my family, but my son on the spectrum is 20 and he is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. And my daughter is a freshman at Purdue uh, in college. So I've, I've only learned from her some of the sibling side of things. And um, I know it's different for boys and girls and um, ages and all of those things. So I really wanted to devote some time to give a voice to the siblings that have to grow up with a little bit of a different life than a lot of their friends. So that's kind of the point of of doing this series. So I guess to get started, can you guys tell uh, the listeners a little bit about yourself? I mean, Justin, you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, um, my name is Justin. I am a senior at a private college private uh school still in high school so not college yet but um 
I've, I'm still, you know, figuring out what I want to do for next year, you know, college, whatever. I've applied to two schools I've got accepted, but, uh, my entire life, you know, I want to become a marine biologist. Really? So, um, yeah, it's very unique. I know it's That's cool. very, yeah. So, but I've also had, you know, a bunch of other career paths. Like I was thinking, you know, what if I could work with people like Jared, you know, mm-hmm. because just, I think a year or two ago, my mom was like, Hey, there's this camp that, you know, they send my brother to a camp everywhere. Just like, it's like summer camp for uh-huh. kids like him, basically. And was like, how about you volunteer next year or help work with the kids? And I was like, this could discover a new passion for me within college. Maybe think about what I want to study in the future. Mm-hmm. So going back and forth, you know, growing up with them was just, I never really thought about that until I actually had to decide, you know, what do I want to do when I'm older? Mm-hmm. Kind of my life so far. But, well, yeah. that's, yeah, you've got a lot of time. I've, I've uh, interviewed so many siblings over the years that are adults with careers and yeah. so many of them actually went into ABA therapy or, you know, different types of therapy or different types of work um, yeah. with people on the spectrum. So it's kind of, it's, it's always surprising, I think, to me because you've lived it. And so some people want nothing to do with that. And then other yeah. people it's really find their passion. So it'll be great for you to do the camp and see if it's I thought it was a great opportunity (laughs) perfect um Aaron what about you uh I'm Aaron I'm 15 so I'm a sophomore and I go to the same school as him private private school Mm -hmm. I I haven't really decided what I want to do in life yet you know I'm still a little bit young but I was I enjoy soccer and lacrosse and that's pretty much it I'm sure that takes up all of your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, well, so you you mentioned um, Justin. You mentioned your brother Jared. So he he yep. is how old? Is he twenty? Yeah, he's twenty. Okay. Same age as. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, obviously, you two are the younger brothers uh, with him. We are the younger so brothers. Tell me about your relationship. Um, you know, with Jared, obviously that's all you've ever known. And until you were three or four old enough to really recognize that there might be some differences with your brother than typical peers and things. Um, I just, I'm always curious if you had a strong bond with him and an interaction with him as little kids and even now up to, you know, adult years. So Justin, I guess we'll go ahead and go back to you. And um, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship and about your brother? Honestly, growing up, it was, I didn't really have a connection with him because, Mm -hmm. you know, just about, I think I was in seventh grade. So about four or five years ago, we'll say, we discovered that he could start to communicate more just like with his iPad, with Mm -hmm. occupational therapy, all that stuff. But growing up, he was just kind of there and I mean, obviously, I knew that he was nonverbal. It was hard, so I felt like that I was just the man of the house when my dad's not home because, you mm-hmm. know, I have to take care of him. He can't do stuff by himself. But growing up with him, it it was a challenge because, you know, I can't, like, have friends over because my parents are worried that he's going to, you know, go off or have his aggressions. It's just kind of awkward, you know. A lot of people can't it's hard to explain to people what Jared is like. So 
you know, I've, I've slowly started to tell my friends, you know, I, my close friends know, but it's just, it doesn't get brought up a lot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, growing up with him, it's just over the years, I've definitely developed more of a connection because, you know, we would, there'd be things like we would play hockey together. We would, he was on a team for a while and I'd go and watch his games. I'd skate with him. Otherwise talking with him, it has been kind of hard, but ever since he got the letter board about four years ago, me and my parents and Aaron have all started asking questions and get to know him a lot more. The things he does are just incredible, just absolutely astounding. It amazes me. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Well, going back, I want to talk about the spelling part um, because my son does that as well. But um, going back, so was it your choice really to have to not have friends over at your house. My daughter's been the same way and I've never really understood. I've even said, you know, I'll take your brother and we'll go somewhere so your friends can hang out or whatever. And she's like, no, I I don't know if she's embarrassed. And she doesn't, I don't, even if she is, I don't think she means that to sound as bad as it might sound, but I just always, I couldn't understand why she, her friends would not be okay with Skylar. They would accept my son and not be a big deal. So was that your choice to not really have people around? I mean, I, I think growing up, it was my choice because I think I was just embarrassed of Mm -hmm. having him. Like ever since he started to communicate, I've like started to be like, okay, this is kind of cool. I, I want to share this with people. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. He, a kid that's nonverbal that can just spell on a letter board that's incredible to me mm-hmm. you say it's it's just he has so many things and it just doesn't really bother any, me anymore that right he's you know I can't have people over mm-hmm. I mean I still kind of don't have people over because you know I grew up with it so I can't really get in the habit now because you know I'm going to college in a year it's not really going to matter but yeah it's it was embarrassing at first, but you know, I've had people over. Mm-hmm. I haven't just completely blocked out my life from him and my friends. Sure. Yeah. You just never know when he's going to have a meltdown or a trigger or exactly. something. And, yeah. It could be at any point. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Now he uses RPM, correct? Is that the uh, method that he uses? I think so. Yeah, I think that's what your mom yeah. said. It's very similar yeah. to spelling to communicate, which is what my son does. But I yeah. mean, wasn't it remarkable to you guys that he all that he knows and all that he's retained and he probably oh my gosh I mean just being able to communicate with his brothers and tell you guys things even things that he likes that you didn't know that's been the most mind-blowing part for me um, with that whole process so did he was incredible how did he come into that I have just one day I think we had like a um a therapist I don't really know what it was it was like a therapist or something they just kind of taught him how to use the letter board and mm-hmm. ever since but like he's I didn't really notice at the time but he was like really smart and I don't think people realize that he has so many like gifts and talents that we're unaware of like just the other day we learned that he could like speak Spanish or know how to read <laughs> Spanish and I'm like where did you learn this from man like I don't know where he gets it from but That's so awesome. I know. I mean, when our first session, when the therapist came over and she said, you know, I'm going to read him something that's age appropriate. He was 17 when he started. And um, 
I'm like, he doesn't understand anything about music and movies and motion pictures and things like that. I'm like, this is going to be so over his head. And he just spelled all the answers back to her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I felt horrible because we underestimated how much he really knew, but at least we know now. (laughs) (laughs) At least we know now. Um, So Aaron, um, your relationship was probably a little bit different just because you're the youngest of the three brothers and um, you're five years younger than Jared. So what do you remember about those times when, you know, maybe you were eight and 11 or three and six and you were the little brother kind of following behind Justin and following behind yeah. Jared? What was it like for you? Because I'm sure you both have different experiences growing up in the same house. Yeah. Oh, man, I was I was really young. I remember we used to go into this like his school and there would be like an indoor playground. That was kind of like all the bonding time I had with Jared because we would like play on the monkey bars. We would do like the swings. We would do all that stuff together and we'd like eat snacks there. It was like it was kind of fun, you know, to get mm-hmm. to see him and get to hang out with him a little bit. But yeah. You were just kind of drug around to the therapy. <laughs> it's just kind yeah, of the default of out, being a little outside one. <laughs> of that. I didn't really know any better. Like I was just so young that I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. So until like a few years ago, I just kind of like ignored him in a way, which I kind of feel bad about to this day. But well, can you guys talk about that now? I mean, can you engage more with him now because of the spelling? You can at least. Well, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Just have conversations. Like, um, your mom kind of described you both to me and she, she mentioned Aaron that you almost have taken on more of the like protector role of the family. Like you're always kind of looking out for everybody, your brother and your mom and your dad, and just making sure that everything is, you know, copacetic in the house. Have you kind of always been that way? Or do you feel that that's kind of your responsibility in some, in some way? I mean, Justin mentioned kind of taking over the father figure role when his dad was away. Um, but yeah, he, I'm, I'm always at sports cause I play exactly. sports all year round. So Aaron usually takes the role just 24 seven, but otherwise, you know, I like to feel like I'm a part of the, you know, fatherly role just cause I'm the oldest, but honestly, it's probably a lot of it's mostly Aaron. And what does that look like, Aaron? What is, what is that responsibility well, that you've taken on look like? Usually I'm like the only one home he's away. So it's just me, my mom and Holly. So whenever like Jared will get into like scuffles with my mom or fights, then I like go and check up on her. I make sure everything's okay. And I'll like drag Holly out of the picture because like nobody, no seven-year-old wants to be in that position where they're Mm -hmm. like feeling like in harm or in danger. So I like to like help things around that. I also have to like protect my mom, obviously, because, Mm -hmm. you know, does Jared have like um, aggression just like randomly or is he, has he kind of always been like that? Skylar hits and stuff too. So yeah, it just like developed one day. He just got random bursts of aggression, but mm-hmm. I don't really think he like means it. I think that sure. he's, he's a really good person deep down. And I know that Jared cares and that it's something psychological. Like he doesn't, he doesn't want to hurt us. He doesn't want to be aggressive, but it's just something that takes over. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten better within the past few years with the medication he's on now. That and and I think communication. I mean, I've always believed and been told that some of that is because they're so frustrated. I mean, we can only imagine not being able to speak for 15 and 18 years of your lives. And yeah. people don't understand that you don't want to eat that or you don't want to do that or go there. And so they just kind of snap and just because they're frustrated. But now at least that he has another means to 
to communicate that. Hopefully that will go away with age too, um, a little bit. So if you're kind of in protector mode, how are you getting that for yourself? Like how, how do you release any of that stuff that you probably have weighing on you about worrying about everyone? Do you have an outlet for that, Aaron? I don't, it's just like, I was naturally born with that, like instinct, <laughs> like to just help out everybody. Cause obviously nobody, I, nobody wants to see their like family member, somebody they love get hurt. So like, I always feel like it's my duty because once again, they're never home. And so who else is going to help? Like Holly, what is she going to do? You know? Right. She's only seven. So. Yeah. But that you can only do that for so long though. I think exactly. it's probably going to weigh on you. Um, you know, I just, I don't, wouldn't want you to end up just carrying the weight of all of this stuff. And then, especially if you do go off to college in a few years and, you know, you kind of got to focus on yourself, which is hard to do, but you have a life you need to live too, right? Uh, He's going to be out of the house too soon. So (laughs) only a matter of time. I know. I'm sure your mom appreciates it though. And and absolutely adores both of you guys for helping out. Um, I hope so. (laughs) I'm sure she does. (laughs) Um, So um, a little bit more, I want to talk about um, just the communication piece. And and I know we've said that he now spells um, and can communicate that way. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other ways um, that you guys are able to interact with, with your brother? And like, uh, if, if spelling isn't an option, if you're at a restaurant or do you guys even do public things? Do you go to restaurants? Do you, you don't do any of that? Not really. It's not very common of us. I mean, we've done it a few times. Like we went to like this place called the melting pot once. Yeah, we have that here. It's it's pretty nice, but we, we don't do that much. We try and stay away from the public usually like, cause what if he just randomly outbursts, you know, mm-hmm. like anything could happen. Yeah. Is he a, a bigger guy? I can't tell because you guys are sitting if you guys are all tall or if <laughs> you're Yeah, he's I think he's about he's six foot because I'm five eleven. He's a little okay. taller than me. So I mean, someone could probably look at him and think he's scary, but I mean he's not he's not gonna hurt anyone. You know, mm-hmm. he's occasionally like gone up to people in restaurants and you know, just like looked over their food and walked yeah. some. Like, <laughs> my parents <laughs> freak out. But <laughs> I would never actually no yeah I mean understandable they they don't understand but yeah they've we sometimes you know we take them on public like every other day you know when it's warm outside my parents will take everyone for a walk and Uh just go around the block and just you know clear the mind from everything and it's always you know nice time because he'll be he'll sometimes ride his bike with my dad oh that's cool yeah does he need assistance with all things like um, showering and eating or, or can he, is he independent other than, you know, just having a, a, a lot of communication with you guys? Is yeah. He, he independent. Uh, he's, he mostly relies on my parents for showers and stuff. You know, okay. I mean, he can be an independent and not independent person. Like he can eat just fine. Like when we make his chicken every night, he'll, he'll be able to eat it like by himself you know sometimes your parents will go hey eat your chicken you're eating too slow you know like you do with a little kid but he's capable of that showering and stuff is yeah he needs assistance with that because he might have an outburst or something or mm-hmm. have a seizure in the shower we're, we're not sure so you know it's better safe than 
him falling on the floor. Right. Has he, or something. has he always had seizures? I guess I didn't realize that that was part of his diagnosis also. No, he recently started getting seizures about. Oh, no. Yeah. Right when he started getting aggressive. I wasn't home for the first one. Aaron was actually. So I don't know. What was that like, Aaron? Because I wasn't. You want to explain what that was? That was probably one of the most scariest moments of my life because I had no idea what was going on. And I'm downstairs in my room. I'm I'm not sure. I was maybe working on homework or something. And all of a sudden I hear this loud boom. So I start sprinting up the stairs and I just see like Jared passed out on the floor. And I'm just like, what happened? Like, and mom's like, grab the pillows, grab the pillows. So I quickly like go grab pillows, grab blankets. I'm like trying to keep Holly out of the room Mm -hmm. because nobody wants to see that. And I'm just like, Oh man, I we had no idea. Mom's like, "Oh, he just had a seizure," and I'm like, "Wow, like this is crazy." Like, man, yeah. Oh my terrifying. gosh, that's that's yeah. odd that it came on in, later in life like that. Yeah. Um, yep. poor my guy. guy had to get a ride home. Like he had to go home from my hockey game. I had to get a ride home from someone else. Yeah. It was, yeah. They weren't home at the time, so it was just me, my mom, and Holly. So we had oh. no idea what we were doing. Oh, how scary! Um, yeah. You guys have mentioned your sister a few times. She's seven, did you say? Yeah. So how does she do with all of this? Because you guys, at least she's got you as kind of a buffer to kind of take her away from it and also kind of explain things to her age appropriate, you know, that she could understand. And you guys didn't have that. I mean, you had each other, but um, with her being such a significant age difference from Jared, how does, does she ask you guys questions or how do you manage that with her? Um, over the past couple of years, I, she's starting to realize like what Jared is and how he is as a person. So, I mean, she hasn't really asked us questions, but you know, I, I think her friends actually ask her more questions than she asks us and she tries to explain them, but like her seven-year-old mind uh-huh. to explain that is kind of hard, but, um, she answered, go back off that. She, she answers to, she was scared of Jared for a while yeah, because, um, she, I think one of Jared's outbursts, she like bit her and, uh, it wasn't like, he probably she didn't like mean break it. his yeah. arm. No. Yeah. He actually apologized like a couple weeks ago about it. So, I mean, it was, it was nice to see him apologize after a couple years because uh-huh. that, that knows that he felt bad about it. But, uh, after that apology, she, she now like, Jared would have to sit in the back of the car and she would have to, cause she would be scared of him mm-hmm. afraid that she was going to like, he was going to bite her or something. So after that apology, she finally was like, okay, maybe he's not such a bad guy. Now mm-hmm. they're able to sit near each other and they're able to, it's nice to see that the family, you know, all loves each other again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Reunite. oh, that is one of the hardest parts. I even go it through is, that yeah. with, my son and I'm sure your mom does too that yeah I know that he doesn't mean it but when he pulls my hair and gets a lot of it and you know I'm just like I look at him like are you even do you even feel bad you know and then of course I lose it and I yell at him and then I feel horrible like how could I yell at him it's not his fault it's just a vicious (laughs) cycle it's so I mean you can only take so much for all human and it's just they take it out on us and you know I I'd rather him take it out of me than a stranger, but it's just exactly. it's still hard sometimes to, for someone that you love and that you know loves you, for them to mistreat you. It's just it's hard to take sometimes, I'm sure. It is. 
Oh gosh. Well, on the flip side of things, I mean, what, what do you appreciate and love so much about Jared? I mean, I'm sure there are a million things that awesome. make him so awesome of a brother. So what, wh- whoever wants to go. Um, For me growing up, he, since he did the special hockey thing mm-hmm. with like all autistic people, I bond with him over that because hockey's my sport. I, it's what I grew up with. So it was super fun just having the, you know, get extra ice and communicate with all these different people with certain levels of autism. Like I could talk to some of them like a little normally. They're actually pretty cool people. So I remember there was this one really good kid on the team, but he had autism. I was like, wow, you are really good. It was, <laughs> I don't know. It was just a shocker. But, you know, he, it's just amazing that I can bond with him over something that I love too over the years you know it's he stopped playing but since he's older now he kind of mm-hmm. aged out I think it stopped at 18 like the program he was in but mm-hmm. it was just I love that we can just bond with each other through a sport that I love which right. was always great growing up yeah I bet he lit up to like having something with you to do I'm sure he oh, yeah. loved it just as much or Hopefully more than he did, did. you know yeah. this was before the letter board but Maybe you should I'll ask, ask him. him. Yeah, you should. should. You should ask him sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, what about you? What do you love about Jared and appreciate about your brother? Um, I really enjoyed our like when we were we went to an indoor playground. The those were like back at his old school, uh-huh. and we would like always like go on the monkey bars together, go on the slides together. Like we'd do all these things together, and it was always fun to like get to see that side of Jared. Like Jared having fun because mm-hmm. you know that's not something you get to see every day anymore. And it just his true self really shined. I also like appreciate that he's like this really smart guy, and nobody really knows because everybody's like because he's like nonverbal so nobody thinks he knows anything but that's just not true like mm-hmm. he can pick up things that we're not even aware of like the speaking spanish thing like or not speaking sorry yeah like reading spanish mm-hmm. how like how did he learn that where did you where does he learn all this stuff he just picks up on it or so i think those things are really cool yeah does he have a favorite thing does is there a like a certain tv show or something on youtube or is there oh, something that he, he is obsessed with against. Same song. Honestly, I think I know the German one now because well, yeah, he they probably speak. Sp- there's probably Spanish episodes of those. Who yep. knows if he's watching that? That's probably where he learned it, or Dora, or something probably. along the way. Yeah, <laughs> he's never really like Dora guy. Oh, but, what Aaron? Yeah. What'd you say? Uh, he really likes Blues Clues as well. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. It's all Elmo all the time around here. So I'm confident that that's how Skylar learned a lot of the things when he was spelling. And then, of course, it's just I'm sure your parents and you guys are the same way, but we've never baby talked with Skylar. Like, even though he presents a lot of times as like a three to six year old in his mannerisms. We've never talked to him like we're gonna go to the potty. Like once he, you know, is an, a yeah. teenager, adult, we always are like, you need to use the bathroom, just whatever. So I think that that helps a lot. And I, I don't know if if this kind of happened with you guys, but once Skylar started spelling, and I knew that he was had the mind and the intelligence of a twenty year old, and I 
I cannot tolerate anybody else talking to him like he's a five-year-old. So does that happen to you guys when you're out and about sometimes with people and they're like, they're asking him questions and you have to say, well, he doesn't speak, but he understands you. You can just talk to him in normal 20-year-old language. Does that ever happen to you guys? I think the, I mean, we don't really take him out in public. So people really? don't really like come out, sent, come up to us. But I think there's certain therapists or like occupational therapists we've had like throughout the years that like try to baby talk to him. And it, I feel kind of disgusted because this was when he was like 16, 17. We were, you know. I was sitting in the house or room or where we were and they go, all right, Jared, you want to go, uh, you want to go out and see your family? <laughs> it's like, he's 17. Come on. You want to go get an ice cream? <laughs> exactly. 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 Oh, that would just drive so, me nuts. I know. It's awful. Yeah. They're not, it was only therapists that would do that growing up. It wasn't like That's just odd. random people. I know. Yeah. I thought it was odd too, because mm. like, you work with these kids. Why would you baby talk? But yeah. It's yeah, he's a grown man. Exactly. <laughs> he has facial hair. I mean, I know. I was just going to ask you guys that. Like, so um, yeah. I just posted a reel today about uh, my husband always cut Skylar's hair. And because um, yeah, that's a traumatic that. thing. Yeah. And then um, shaving him. So does he watch you guys, um, you know, just doing some of those things? I was always told that one of the reasons that my Skylar watches my husband so closely and wants him to. I don't want to shave his face, so it's fine, but wants yeah. him to do all these things just because he's he's modeling, he's trying to understand what being a man is. And I obviously yeah. can't show him that. So I just wondered yeah. if he if you guys catch him just kind of observing you around the house and things that you're doing. Um I, he doesn't necessarily catch us doing things, but he definitely looks at my dad. Really? Like 100%. Yeah, it's mostly my dad because my dad will help shave his face. And I think my mom actually gives him the haircuts, you know, like the buzz cut, obviously. I think that's what your son did. That was just the buzz mm -hmm. cut. But he he definitely looks up to my dad because I think he'll just be like, there was just one conversation. It was like, teach me how to shave because he, he was growing a lot of facial hair and he needed to shave. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, let's, you know, go shave. And he helped him. So it's, it's kind of sad that he doesn't really watch us because, I mean, I don't really shave, like, out in the open. <laughs> the I know. I just wondered if he, he just catches no, you guys but, from doing things. Yeah. Just anything that you're doing, even. Um, I don't know if you guys play video games or whatever. If he's just interested in, like, he, if he's showing signs of, like, really wanting to get to know both of you and really understand and, and engage with you more, or if he's just still you know, kind of in his own world with Blue's Clues and Backyardigans and, yeah. and those type of things. That That's the confusing piece is we know he's 20-year-old yeah. comprehension and intelligence level, but yet he loves childhood things like I Blue's know. Clues. Um, he, he would like walk in our, I mean, he doesn't really do this anymore. It hasn't happened in like a year, but he would always, you know, just, I'd be in my room. He'd walk in, just stand there. I'd be like, Hey bud, what you doing? <laughs> and just look at me. Aww. Then he'd leave, sit on my bed, you know, just then he'd leave after five minutes. I think that was probably the biggest indication for trying to like get to know us or mm -hmm. see what we're doing and how to connect with us. I think that was like the pivotal point where we realized, okay, to answer that question. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I can only imagine what adulthood for all three of you guys is going to look like, you know? I'm curious too, if I'm <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I never want to have that discussion with my daughter because I never want her to feel that this is her responsibility, that she needs yeah. to take care of Skylar when I'm no longer here and I'm going to try to do everything I can to make plans for him so that that's not her role. Um, yep. because it'll, that's it'll hard. Be our life yeah. Time. I'm sure your parents are the same. They want you guys to have lives of your own and have families and do whatever you want to do and, um, not yeah. worry about your brother, which Aaron is probably gonna be hard for you. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a hard like, balance. Like, I don't know what to do. I like, know. Even thinking about it from a young age, like you got to start thinking about it now. Cause you got to know what to do in the future. But at the same time, like it'll probably all work out in the end. Mm -hmm. like, we'll, we'll come to like a solution. Yeah. Do you, either of you, I, I know it's closer for you, Justin, than, than you, Aaron, but, um, do you, did you ever have any feelings about leaving to go to college? Like, do you feel like selfish if, that you're leaving your, your brother behind and moving on with your life? Or does that not phase you? It's okay if it doesn't. I, and I just, I'm always curious at what siblings feel like when they move on their, their life moves on. And, and Jared's life kind of is going to stand still. It's going to be probably the same that it's always been. He's going to do the same things he's always done. Um, but you guys are moving on. So does that enter your mind ever? It, I mean, I'm going to feel bad getting out of the house, but I think this is more of an Aaron question because when I move out of the, when I move out of the house, you know, I'm going to already be in college. This is within a year. So I mm -hmm. don't really know what to expect. I'm obviously going to feel bad leaving, but I think at some point I'm going to be in college and be like, dang, I really miss everybody. So then I'll, you know, come back, help out during my breaks and stuff for college. But, but it gives you a chance to blossom and really yeah. find your own way too. Um, and yeah. that's what we as parents want for, yep. for you guys. I mean, we would never want to hold you back. My um, parents are very persistent on like <laughs> trying to have us have our own lives. Yeah. Not worry about Jared right now, but in the future, it's yeah, mm -hmm. in the future, but it's, there's gotta be a point where it's going to be like, all right, you guys got to live your own lives, but you're going to have to start take care of them when you're older too, because we don't know what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So you guys are gonna have to take over for us. And it's just like, all right, we will try our best when we're in our 20s and 30s. <laughs> that could mean us having to babysit him every other weekend or, you know, my parents need a break, take him in for a week with our own kids. But we don't know what that's going to look like right now. So it's, yep. it's only a matter of time before we figure out. Well, and you don't know what he's going to be like. I just try to take a little bit of the pressure off myself and planning yeah. for that stuff. Because honestly, I've seen since Skylar turned 20 and he's almost 21, things do change. They mature just like everybody else. And maybe mm -hmm. the meltdowns won't be kind of a thing anymore. A lot that's of That's what I'm hoping to happen. Yeah. yeah. 25 to 30 year olds have told me that that stuff kind of phases out. They just kind of grow out of it. And the more he can communicate with his uh, letter board and stuff. I think that might lessen some of the frustration too. And he yeah. might be super fun and want to go with you everywhere and be yeah. super happy maybe, with that. Maybe we can have like a guy's night out then. <laughs> Card night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That would be fun. Oh gosh. Um. Well, so Aaron, let's start with you. Um. Just kind of wrapping up. I, what would you want people to know about, life as an as a sibling of um someone with autism what just in general 
maybe there's misconceptions out there, maybe just how you're feeling uh, about growing up with, with your brother. Has it, how has it impacted you as a person? It It's definitely different and nobody will understand until you've been through it. Like people will say, people will say stuff all they want, but if you, you have to actually experience it to know what, like what goes on, what goes through and people just really underestimate people with autism and I think they're amazing people and they can do a lot more than people expect. And yeah, it's just, it's definitely difficult, but there's some good, there's good, always good in the bad. So Mm -hmm. it's just amazing. And yeah. Have you learned anything about yourself? Um, Maybe um, the strength that you didn't know you had mentally or physically to deal with some of the things that you've had to to go through. It hasn't been a, a a quote unquote normal childhood, I'm sure, just because of the meltdowns and the just the things that you have to to experience. So have you Yeah, I have to learn like more I learned I have to have more patience with people because some days I'll be like frustrated that there's like screaming and I'm like on the phone. But you just gotta learn that sometimes that's a part of life and you gotta get through it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I gotcha. Justin, what about you? What have you learned in your 18 years of life? <laughs> 18 years. I mean, yeah, piggybacking off Aaron, he's a smart kid. Everybody thinks that they're just, you know, not as smart as people think they are. It's incredible what they're capable of. I mean, it's almost like we have an Einstein in the house, but he's not able to speak <laughs> out about it. Aww. So, I mean, people got to start to realize, you know, their life is different, but we shouldn't depict our lives and you know make fun of them just because it's not their fault it's just Mm -hmm. he was born that way Mm -hmm. but there it definitely comes with perks and you know the mental game is always going to be there it's always going to be hard but you got to learn to get through the mental game in order to get through life and this also you know plays into like okay well my family is like this so I know what that family is going through right now and I can probably I can't imagine if I have an autistic brother, this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not triggered or I understand what the other family is going through, through mm-hmm. my life. I th- I definitely think that siblings um, are the unsung heroes of, of a family with autism, for sure. The amount of... Um, just understanding, I think that you guys have to go through when plans have to be suddenly changed or, you know, like your dad had to leave your hockey game to go home and, you yeah. know, tend to, to your brother. And, and, um, you guys have to be so fluid with plans all the time. And I'm sure your parents divide and conquer of who can go to yep. your activities and who can't. Yep. And that's a lot to have to grow up with, but in my experience with my own daughter and just, you know, you guys and, and just meeting people throughout the last nine or 10 years, I, I'm just amazed at the level of empathy and compassion that the siblings show. You, you're more mature than many adults. <laughs> like, I would like to think that. But... <laughs> I mean, you just, you have to grow up faster. Um, and it's yeah. not fair, but you guys it's handle not. it with such grace. And, um, and there I know that perks- Jared feels it. Yeah life so 
<laughs> that's yeah, life you sound just it like my, my daughter <laughs> it is my life so i know that's what she always says she's like mom i mean what what is the alternative like i mean no this idea. this is my brother this is what i what i'm dealing I'm with here so. love your family that's <laughs> <Yes>. it <laughs> well awesome well, i really appreciate you guys being on here um last last question last parting words i guess um All right. is there anything that you would you know maybe one thing you would want to share with the parents because there's a lot of parents listening um that that you could advise them um for their kids like is there anything that your mom or dad did that made a huge impact on you guys whether it's telling you not to worry about things or um making you feel special because we we always are worried that we spend so much time with our child with special needs that mm -hmm. you guys somehow get neglected more than we intend. It's just kind of the way that it works out sometimes. So if you could tell parents listening that they're doing a good job by doing one thing, <laughs> what well, what would it be? And I kind of threw this out there. I didn't tell you ahead of time this question. So does that I make mean, sense? Yeah. Every now and then just, you know, check up on the kid, you know, the mental game is going to be hard on them. It's, it's really going to hit them at some point, probably in their teenage years. Cause you know, mood swings and all that stuff but <laughs> you know their teenage years they are going to mature faster so that's always a good thing to look at the mental game is going to be hard but you know in the end it you have to start they're going to start to realize this is my life so just you know I would just say you doing all right am I not spending enough time with you they they my parents do make time for me I my dad tries to get to every soccer and hockey game and lacrosse game he can possibly go to. He rarely misses games because of Jared. And, you know, Jared has even come to some of my games. Well, but that's good. they will always make time for you. Just make sure you make time with your kids. It's probably the most important factor. Gotcha. Aaron, what about you? If you're a parent with an autistic child, uh, I, I applaud you. Like, it's definitely Aww. a tough job. It's not not something that's easy or for everybody it so is. you got to be strong in order to do it and you got to have a lot of just patience and understanding with the kid it's really mm -hmm. difficult there's going to be rough times there's going to be ups and downs but you got to get through it I mean and yeah that's about it yeah so it, you I guess you would say the same too as your brother that as long as your parents are checking in on the yeah. neurotypical kids and just making sure that we're doing everything right. We, we need the feedback from you guys too. So by all You're means, give your mom a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Difficult to have tell, a her, tell her you love her and you appreciate her. <laughs> that's my plug for I moms. Will, don't worry. That's your plug for the moms. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. You guys are incredible, incredible hey, young men. You your parents have to be so proud of you both Thank you. Um, and your brother too. He's very lucky to have you. So I appreciate I, your time. Thank you so much for being honest and candid and, and um, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of living the sky life and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the living the sky life podcast within Apple podcast, Spotify, and Google play. So you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback and share living the sky life with others. Thanks again for listening.